welcome to Healthy Not Hungry, the bite-sized podcast all about redefining what healthy actually means. I'm your host, nutritionist and personal trainer, Rachel Doss. Here's what's on today's podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Healthy Not Hungry. I'm your host, Rach. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm very excited because today we have an interview with business and lifestyle coach, Catherine Gray. Catherine, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you going? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. So this will be an interesting one because as I briefly mentioned to you, I'm yet to have like a business and lifestyle coach on the show. So I think it'll be a really great episode and hopefully we can all learn heaps and heaps and take away a few pointers that maybe we hadn't considered, which is always my favorite aim of interviewing anyone. Um, So to begin with, can you please introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you. We'd love to hear. Sure. Uh, So as you said, I'm Catherine. Uh, I'm based in Bristol in England and I've been coaching since 2016. and basically just really excited about finding out who people are, what they're brilliant at and what they can be doing next to uh, move towards what their best version of their life could be. Oh, lovely. That sounds like a very rewarding place to be, to see how people can emerge and show. So what got you into that? Like, where did it begin? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So... I think the journey began so when I was a teenager I was off school a lot I was really ill no one really knew why and um, it became apparent that I had ME so it was like a chronic fatigue um, illness and I had it for a really long time and as I was starting to get better and apply for university I was having to fill out all these full and part-time jobs and everything I was having to fill out all these forms about who I was and what I was good at and what I wanted to do with my life and I was like oh my gosh I don't know the answer to any of these questions I basically just laid in bed for eight years yeah wow. <laughs> um so I started looking around at kind of okay how do I find that out without magicking up all this life experience that I can't do fast enough and so I started taking a lot of the kind of assessments and kind of personality quizzes and all these things to see if they were gonna help me out just using some language and a few of them did like a little kind of gave me a bit of a hint into perhaps why I did something or why I like other things. But no, I really didn't feel like many of them actually described who I was and what it meant to do like my best version of things. So at which point I was getting quite frustrated because I was thinking, well, I can't be an anomaly of the human race, I hope. <laughs> but also, also they can't all be broken. So what's going on? So I kept looking around and um I found one assessment called Clifton Strengths, which amazingly described exactly how I do things. Um, so I kind of clung on to that for a little bit. And then as after university and as I was trying out different jobs, I'd realized that I really, really wanted it to be people focused and kind of serving other people and helping them to improve, but I hadn't quite figured out what that was. Um, and a friend had put on a blog that she was going on maternity leave and that afterwards she was coming back to her coaching company and this is what coaching looked like and actually it was reading that description and then and phoning her up and saying like oh my gosh what what is this thing and how do you get there that I realized that is exactly what I'd been looking for 
Yeah, wow. That's cool. It's amazing how things come to us without us even realizing it. What did you study at uni, if you don't mind me asking? Sorry, get real nosy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, it was sociology with a bit of psychology. So it was it was people focused anyway. Um, and my husband si- studied psychology. So people used to get really freaked out. We'd go and hang out and they'd be like, oh my gosh, are you super analyzing us? We're like, no, we're, no, we're not. Mm. <laughs> just just generally fascinated by people. But yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I was, I was wondering if maybe you'd studied, you know, some area of that. I'm like, surely like with human behavior and stuff, this isn't just you know, you saw your friend's thing and it came from nowhere. So, okay, that answers my question. Very cool. Yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. It's cool. Yeah. Like I said, when you can find something that kind of makes you want to go down there. So with being like a lifestyle and business coach, can you explain that a little bit more as to what that means? Sure. So if you haven't come across coaching at all before, let's, let's start there. Um, because there's a lot of people that call themselves coaches as well and it can get really confusing because it can look very different for different people but the way that I've been trained to coach is that it's very different from kind of mentoring or training or consulting or any kind of therapeutic um, setting because when you're in a coaching session we assume that we've both got equal responsibility to move you forwards so someone doesn't come to me to be the expert or to be the kind of fixer um, or for me to be giving advice or direction, I'm there to facilitate a space that best works for you to feel less stuck about something. And so it's about the way that I ask questions or sometimes I just stay quiet and that works just as well (laughs) for people. Um, And yeah, it's, it's just really interesting. And then there's obviously loads of different tools and kind of theories that can bolt onto the basics of really good coaching as well. So I've always been interested in who is someone made to be yeah. and what are they kind of innate, innately amazing at that they might not have realized yet. So I, when I first started out, I talked to a lot of people about kind of, let's just figure out who you are and why you're here. Um. And everyone finds that important, but actually it wasn't what people were necessarily wanting to kind of sign up for, yeah. for weeks at a time. Yeah. Um, and then I realized that actually all of our problems are still problems at work. Yeah. So I started thinking, actually, let's, let's go into the workplace and talk to people. And um, what I've got excited about more recently and all the Clifton Strength stuff that I briefly mentioned earlier comes into still now um is how can we be better leaders and therefore how we better colleagues and managers and actually my work history was kind of littered with bad managers mostly why I've left ever every job I've ever had is because of a bad manager (laughs) so I kind of got this idea of like oh hang on what if we can actually just improve all the managers through coaching wouldn't that be amazing um and So yeah, someone might come to me because they want to make better decisions or they want to manage their diary better or they've got a really tricky person that they want to uh, interact with differently. Um, They've got a big project or a big talk coming up and they want to have a different mindset about that, how they're going to achieve that. Um, Any number of those things and multiple other things people come to coaching for. However, I find it absolutely fascinating because genuinely by like if we're doing multiple sessions by about the second or third session we're still back at the 
who am I and what am I doing in my life kind of questions because actually that underpins everything going forwards doesn't it yeah of course I think um it's interesting because like you said people come to you with one thing but correct me if I'm wrong by the sounds of it they leave with so much more than what they came for and maybe they were unaware that these were questions that they needed to answer and uncover for themselves in order to be like the missing key for this one thing that they wanted yeah that's true so it's funny because it's not coaching isn't prescriptive at all it's not like I would ever say to someone like oh we definitely need this number of sessions or this amount of time together so sometimes people do come just for a one-off and actually they just need to talk through a very specific situation process it and then they're off and they're done yeah other people are so frustrated with their own productivity I've had someone say to me before I'm booking in a session we're going to have a little chat at the beginning but then I genuinely just want you to sit and watch me get this task done (laughs) and actually it's about accountability and I was like fine I like that's what we're here for as well but um as I said you can bring up any topic as long as you and the coach both feel safe to do so and have agreed what you're wanting that session to be for that is sometimes when it can feel a little bit therapeutic because actually you can take some topics that are similar to what you would take to a therapist but it's not in the coach's hands to sort that out for you you are coming knowing that you are bringing this topic up and you're going to figure out what to do with it next um yeah and I just love that. Yeah. So you're really building on people's intuitions. Like they're coming to you and saying, I've got this problem. And you're, I guess, giving them the confidence to figure it out so that they can. Yeah. So a lot of it is about confidence and clarity and just having new language around things so that you can talk to yourself and to other people more positively. Yeah, definitely. With like positivity and talking to yourself and others, because as you know, with Healthy Not Hungry, my favorite topic here is health. How do you think speaking positively or negatively impacts our health, but also the people we're interacting with? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So I think something else that I've found along the way is, well, I've always been into kind of journaling and affirmations anyway. And um, so I've always been, when I'm writing kind of to myself, I've always been training myself to write things in a kind of positive future focused way which again is kind of all interlinked with how coaching works um I also recently more recently found an organization called positive intelligence which um provides like these incredible tools of having a more positive mindset and dealing with all your kind of most tricky things and thoughts and people um and that it was transformational for me which is why I kind of took it on board and kind of share it with other people as well but there's a lot in that about figuring out how we're thinking and not letting it happen on autopilot all the time so it's it's and it's a bit like cognitive behavioral therapy to be honest if you if you're familiar with that of think of not just letting all these thoughts carry on without noticing what they are and consciously thinking do I want to, to look at that in more depth or do I want to let it go and is it something I want to change or is it something I want to keep as it is and um yeah I think as soon as we can catch those things and interpret them t- 
potentially a bit differently, then it stops all kinds of misunderstandings, doesn't it? Or all kinds of assumptions yeah. of things that you're making, you're just constantly making assumptions about other people or situations and you're not even knowing. So I think it really just helps build better relationships in that way. Yeah, for sure. I know like if I'm, I've found it recently, like I've become a lot more open with talking to people and particularly people I'm close with. If I feel like I've got a misunderstanding maybe going on with someone else, if I talk it through with someone else, usually they give me a whole nother perspective particularly if it's something that I may be thinking a little bit negative on. And then all of a sudden I get this whole other perspective and I'm like, I've been looking at this situation really one-sided and I really hadn't considered A, B, C, and D. And it's amazing. Like you said, when you're changing your thoughts and looking at, you know, what you're doing, how it can completely change a situation or a relationship or interaction. So it's cool you said that because yeah, I've definitely been experiencing that lately myself. Yeah. Well, I think, we all just start thinking that everyone thinks like us and it's not like that's even been a conscious decision we just kind of default to that and no one thinks like us like it's it's constant (laughs) but and we kind of will know that as soon as we start thinking about it properly but then we'll go into every interaction still thinking that people think like us and um so I think it's always coming at a topic or a conversation with curiosity rather than kind of waiting for your turn to speak again of actually thinking okay what question do I need to ask or what they what might they be thinking that's different from how I'm seeing this yeah for sure and I think like I know for myself sometimes like I mentioned to you I struggle to do that so if I talk it out with someone else it's a lot easier or sometimes it's more so instead of overthinking a situation I might just call that person up and be like hey this is what I'm feeling or what I'm thinking or what I've noticed can you tell me your side of it so I can understand like for example with my daughter because we co-parent she keeps saying that something's happening at daddy's house like to do with her not being allowed to do craft and I'm like I'm sure it's you know not that black and white and it got to a point where I was like I can't help you understand this situation because I don't even know the situation so I actually called up um you know her dad's partner this morning and I said hey I'm not accusing you of anything I'm like but can I ask you what is going on on your end because she keeps saying this and I'm trying to help her understand it but I don't fully understand it and it was a really good conversation because all of a sudden I got given this whole perspective whereas to be honest like you know, at first when I heard my daughter saying this, I get defensive and I'm just like, well, of course you should be able to do that. But obviously had to step back and yeah. So sometimes I think it's, if you are someone who's maybe not capable of switching the thoughts that quickly, like maybe we need to look at, okay, well, if we can't do it that quickly, how else can we make sure we're being more, like you said, curious and open-minded? Yeah. And it just, it's consciously thinking, I want to be doing this more regularly so that it becomes kind of a new version of a habit. Yeah. Isn't sure. it? Because otherwise it will just kind of be a one-off. So to decide that you're going to look for it more often and catch yourself more often. So is I think the key. So one of the things I use in this positive intelligence program is the fact that we all, we're all self-sabotaging all the time mm-hmm. and there's all different versions of that that show up differently for different people. But the one thing that we all have, is this internal judge kind of character. And so for everything we hear and see and experience, we're constantly just 
classifying it as this is good or this is bad and this is good and this is bad and this is good and this is bad and a lot of those are just kind of formed over time we're not even realizing that we're doing it and so to to even for like half a second press pause on that and just go well, hold on do I know do I know whether that's good or bad yeah. or might I change my mind on that because stuff changes over time as well yeah. or maybe it's something that I I can't make the judgment call now because I actually need to wait and see what happens um that's been a bit of a game changer for me I think because I was always making snap decisions on things being bad in inverted commas <laughs> yeah yeah no that makes total sense um you actually kind of read my mind with giving us like an idea of how to do that but what I was going to ask you was what kind of tips do you maybe have that you could share for how we can have a more curious mindset about things and therefore be able to look at things more positively rather than like you said have the judge come in and look at something bad straight away what would you suggest yeah. for someone who this is a new concept right now and we're like okay well where can I begin yeah so I think there's a couple of things sometimes we just need to kind of retrain ourselves to ask a question rather than have a reaction yeah or, or even be better at being quieter um and and some of that does depend on personality you know because some of us do our thinking in our heads and some of us do it out loud but if we can like I said press that pause button and just think hang on I'm not going to react in the way that I always react what else might I want to do and so it's almost like asking yourself questions as well as of other people of if if there was a third way of this working out what might it be yeah and it's kind of always pushing yourself to think okay it might not be this or that there might not be just be kind of two options here or this black and white situation um so always so looking for the opportunities I guess is the kind of umbrella term for that and then yeah to always ask another question of someone else rather than assuming that you know where they're at because even if you even if you've asked one question and you think you're getting it there's always going to be so much more yeah that's going on or that you you're then making a judgment call on even you you might be really pleased that you've not for like the first minute and then you'll be back <laughs> you'll be back on autopilot again so to always to just keep going okay what else might i need to ask them or what else might i need to clarify um and then the last thing i think is just learning ways to kind of calm your nervous system because sometimes we just kind of can get into overdrive and everything feels a bit heightened or a bit kind of dulled and to know how to kind of tune into what we actually want to tune into is really key so there's a lot of kind of different um kind of tactile or different um it's a bit like mindfulness techniques really just things to kind of slow everything down and get you more focused so that you're not in that kind of survival mode um so there's all kinds of places you can go to for that but um yeah no they really helpful yeah no there's some really really great tips thank you especially I like the one about like you said stopping and asking yourself some more questions before rather than reacting or is there a third option that maybe I normally wouldn't consider that we could And also, yeah, also the mindfulness of just clearing it away. I think they're really great things that luckily everyone can implement. Um, My next question that I kind of want to ask you was, is there, like, I think when 
once again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that when people come looking for a coach, you have people who are highly self-aware that, you know, maybe you're like, okay, I need to address this, this, and this. And then I think sometimes you get people who maybe lack that self-awareness, but they're just desperate for a change and it's enough for them to kind of try something else. Um, What's, I guess, what's a good way for us to self-reflect on something of, should we be seeking maybe a third opinion here of someone such as yourself who could be really beneficial in helping us with something? Mm. So I think if there's anything in your life that you would like to be better, or if there's something that you've realised that you're spiralling about in your head, or you've kind of gone to everyone you would normally go to for advice or to process and you've still not got anywhere, then then find a coach because it's I used to think oh I'll just go and get coaching like twice a year or something when when I've got something really big really tricky yeah and I desperately need someone to help me figure this out and I couldn't possibly you know need more coaching than that and I'm not going to need it every week and like why would that be a thing and then as I've developed it's not dissimilar to counseling in the way that we're supervised and kind of all the ethics and code of conduct and stuff so actually I have a supervisor who I go to to figure things out and then I have regular coaching myself because it's just you know it makes sense for me to live what I say (laughs) um and yeah exactly so the more that I've done that the more I've realized how much I need coaching and some of the time And this happens not just to me, this happens to so many people. You turn up and you go, I don't even know what it is today. And half the session is focusing on the question, what is it today? (laughs) And that's still fine. Um, But it's just, if there's something you kind of feel like you're on a loop with, or you've kind of gone through all the options and you're still just a bit like, oh, why is this? Why is this still a thing? Um. I also use it quite a lot for kind of planning. Yeah. I, fi- I find if I need to figure out why is my week like not feeling like it should? Why am I not, what am I actually aiming for this quarter and how am I going to make sure I get there? So for me, I use it a lot for accountability. Yeah. Although again, that's always checked in with you. Like it, a coach would never assume that they're going to be your accountability partner or anything. They will always ask you who who is it or what is it that you need yeah. to make sure that this happens. So I think, yeah, if there's just some questions that you can't answer or some things that you kind of can't move past, then it's worth a try. And it sometimes it is actually a bit of a kind of a bit of a journey finding the right person for you because it needs to feel like the right fit as well. Um, the first session is always going to be a bit funny just because it's a new way of communicating with someone. But um, yeah, to persevere. And to be willing to be vulnerable and just kind of be a little bit challenged in a positive way is uh, is just kind of how you need to turn up, really. And and to not worry about, oh, gosh, I'm going to say something silly or I'm not going to know the answer to anything. Because the whole point is that we're helping you with whatever you need help with. There's no expectation on kind of what the goals or the outcomes are. Yeah, cool. No, that's um, that's a really good way of putting it. So I guess almost like I think sometimes I know myself and as a nutritionist with clients all the time is you tend to get people come to you when there's a really big problem. But I guess it's trying to normalize almost like a preventative approach that like you can always use help with coaching without necessarily having a big problem at hand. But 
like you said, it might be things like accountability or planning or rather than trying to fix a mess of a life, you might actually be totally in check and it might be, you know, well, how can we help you thrive even better than that? Yeah. And and sometimes they those all of those things can be happening at the same time as each other because actually the coach, although if you're working with someone longer term, then we might touch on things that have come up beforehand, but we won't assume that that's what it's about. So So, so when I get coached, I might have one week, I might be saying to them like, oh my gosh, everything's falling apart and I'm having a crisis. So when I need to, um, you know, have this massive, deep <laughs> conversation about something. And a week later, I might just say, oh, I've got a really horrible phone call to make. Can we just talk through what the best version and the worst version of that might look like and how I might want to word things and what decisions do I want to make and what kind of person do I want to show up as? And, you know, yeah. just something that still can feel quite big, but isn't that big a deal in the grand scheme of things and and both are fine and you know life is like that isn't it things like those are happening in parallel all the time yeah. so it's fine to show up in kind of any mode that you need to at any point no that's cool it's yeah it's good to like I said just hear another perspective on it of because yeah I think sometimes when you know you're hearing about a lifestyle coach or a business coach you might be like oh but maybe I'm not at that level yet, or maybe I'm not in shambles enough yet. Like I think, like you said, there's a lot of polarity going on, like, you know, where you're at, but it's really cool to know that, like you said, you're an open book, like someone can come in no matter what phase they're in, no matter what week they're in and just be able to show up and get assistance with that, whatever it is that day that they might need assistance with, which could be different every day. Like, yeah, for sure. And like, like I was saying, your life affects your work all the time, doesn't it? So actually, you might just need someone to sit you down even for five minutes and go, right, what is it that's stopping you from being most productive today? Like, what do we need to get out of your head or sort out with your paperwork? Or what just what is it that's feeling stuck? And then you you might go off and just have a completely different day than you thought you were going to have afterwards. Oh, for sure. No, it's so fantastic. Like, I really think, yeah, you can never downgrade coaching right like there's always so much benefit to any I think when you reach out for any kind of assistance or help in life in whatever facet it might be you know there's always so many benefits that can come from it ones that you're expecting and ones that you may not expect either Mm, yeah definitely yeah so Catherine I've enjoyed talking to you so much today but where can people get in touch with you so give us the socials the website you name it (laughs) Great. Uh, so it's all based around my name. I've got katherinegraycoaching.com and yep. uh, I'm Catherine Gray Coaching on LinkedIn as well and on Facebook. But someone got that already on Instagram. So on Instagram, I'm Purposeful Coaching. Purposeful Coaching. Beautiful. It's so frustrating when you've got your name and you're like, you've taken my name. But I guess it's well <laughs> yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well, once again, thank you so much for joining us. And if you, you know, have obviously loved listening to Catherine and there's something that you want to do, I have to admit after this, I'm thinking I need a session with you. It's sounding very beneficial, but um, yeah, feel free to reach out. I'm sure she would love to hear from you. Well, that's all we have time for today, but thank you so much for tuning in. For more episodes, subscribe to the Healthy Not Hungry podcast on your local podcast streaming site or follow us on socials at healthy.inspiration. That's spelt with an R-A-C-H-I-O-N. Thank you again. We hope you have a great day. Stay healthy and happy and we'll see you next time.